0: Salam Salam from Center City. This is the Rorschach Ethiopia update from the 6th of October, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. On Tuesday, the 27th of September, Ned Price, the spokesperson of the U.S. State Department, said that the U.S. has urged Eritrea to leave Tigray. This comes after several reports from Western media outlets that said that Eritrea... A country known for its strife with the Tigray People's Liberation Front, also known as TPLF, allegedly entered Tigray to attack the TPLF. Price also said that the U.S. wants the Ethiopian government and the TPLF to put a stop to the conflict immediately and enter into negotiations. The U.S. Department of State has revealed that the U.S. Special Envoy to the Horn of Africa, Mike Hammer, will go to Ethiopia once again as part of an African tour, which will last two weeks from the 13th to the 28th of October. He will go to Ethiopia once again to push for peace talks. The Department of State predicts that Mike Hammer will meet government officials and representatives of the African Union. In related news, the BBC said that it has received word from an aid worker about an airstrike that took place on Tuesday, the 27th of September, in northwestern Tigray, close to the border with Eritrea. According to the worker, the attack killed six people. The TPLF said the Eritrean government was behind the airstrike. As the war rages on, the humanitarian crisis in and around the Tigray region is getting worse. Hundreds of thousands have left their homes since the war resumed, and Nevein, Kurvenkovic... The spokesperson of the UN Higher Commission for Refugees, or UNHCR, told the media that the UNHCR and other humanitarian organizations have not been able to provide aid because there are no flights to the Tigray region. However, the UNHCR says it's trying its best and that it has provided sanitary essentials to 7,000 women in Tigray. The commission has also donated solar lanterns, blankets, mosquito nets, and other supplies to more than 2,000 in Afar. Waldia, a city in the Amara region close to the battlefield, which has already put in place several restrictions, revealed additional ones on Saturday, October 1st. The city's peace council said that the import, consumption, and sale of a stimulant plant called chat won't be allowed as of Sunday the 2nd. Chat is a cash crop very popular in Ethiopia. It is only second to coffee as the most exported commodity by the country. The council has also banned street gambling and said that law enforcement will take all necessary measures against those who do not follow the rules. In our previous episode, we did tell you that Hassan Sheikh Mohammed, Somalia's president, was in Ethiopia last week. He stayed for two days and met with Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed. Upon his return, the Prime Minister's office and President Hassan issued a joint statement saying that Ethiopia and Somalia will work together in combating terrorism and strengthening bilateral relations. Ethiopia has also agreed to increase the amount of grants and scholarships the country gives to Somalia's civil servants. Last week, we also talked about the report the Ethiopian Human Rights Commission, or EHRC, issued on the clash that took place in June between rebel groups and the regional government of Gambella. The Gambella regional government released a statement regarding the report on Sunday the 2nd. In the statement, the regional government said that the EHRC's report was not accurate and that it was released with malicious intent. The region also said that the report's allegations that the region's forces killed civilians were, quote, very exaggerated, unquote, and that they didn't take into account the facts on the ground. The statement even went as far as to say that the report was deliberately prepared to pit the people of Gambela against other Ethiopians. Speaking of local conflicts and armed groups, more than 10 civilians were murdered in the city of Metardat on Friday, the 30th of September. Some residents have told media outlets that ethnic extremists were responsible for the attack. They've also said that the area's safety is compromised and the government wasn't ensuring peace and security. The Ethiopia Science Museum, built just outside the Prime Minister's residence, was inaugurated on Tuesday the 4th. Top government officials, including the PM, Addis Mayer, Adenu Chabebe, and the Deputy PM and Minister of Foreign Affairs, Demike Mekkonen, attended the inauguration. The Science Museum is a state-of-the-art facility built on almost 7 hectares of land. Its design resembles Apple's headquarters. The PM also inaugurated a tech gallery at the museum and the first ever Pan-African Artificial Intelligence Conference, which lasted two days, took place in the museum. On Saturday the 1st, the Oromo people celebrated the Oricha holiday. Many people from the Oromia region flooded to Addis to celebrate together by singing and dancing. They also performed a ritual. They went to a pond in the capital city and draped some grass in the water. In Oricha, the Oromos show their gratitude for the passing of the rainy season and celebrate the start of the new year. The National University Entrance Exam is getting close, and the Ministry of Education has held a series of press conferences clarifying questions on the new examination format. This year, the ministry decided that students will have to travel to nearby federal universities and they won't be allowed to leave the premises until the exam is over. Baranu Nega, the minister of education, said in a press conference on Tuesday the 4th that no electronics are allowed. Any student attempting to sneak in a phone will be automatically disqualified and sent home. Baranu also assured parents of examinees that the government will take care of their children. Parents and family members will not be able to contact their children and will only be updated about the situation within the universities via a representative. The minister said in another press release that students unable to sit for exams due to wars and security concerns will take their exams in the second round in November. In the first round, there will be almost 1 million examinees, about 8,000 federal police personnel, and about 40,000 teachers will invigilate Social science students will go to the universities on the 6th and 7th of October, take their exams from the 10th to the 13th, and go back home on the 14th. On the other hand, natural science students will arrive at the universities on the 15th and 16th, take their exams from the 18th to the 21st, and leave on the 22nd. Safaricom officially launched its telecom services in Ethiopia's capital, Addis Ababa, on Thursday the 6th. The company held a press conference on the same day saying that they are better than the competition because of their internet speed and quality, customer service, and experience in foreign markets. The launch took several more months than predicted because the company has to build its towers and buy fiber infrastructure from Ethio Telecom. The company says it already has about 200,000 subscribers in just eight cities. Speaking of Safaricom's launch, Kenya's newly elected president, William Ruto, is expected to attend the inauguration ceremony. President Ruto arrived in Addis on Thursday the 6th and was welcomed by Prime Minister Abiy. It is predicted that the two leaders will have discussions on bilateral relations and attend Safaricom's inauguration ceremony. And for our last update, here's some sports news. The London Marathon was held on Sunday the 2nd. Ethiopian athletes participated, including legendary former Olympic gold medalist Kenanisa Burkurlo in the women's marathon. 20-year-old Yahuelo came in first and took gold. The men's marathon wasn't as successful a race for the Ethiopians as Kenyan athlete Keprudo won the race. Ethiopia's Leo Gebru Salase came in second, and Kenanisa, who is primed to win the race, came in fifth. All right, that's it for this week. Thank you as always so much for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show, and this way you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at ethiopiaatrorshuk.com. That's R-O-R-S-H-O-K dot com. Ciao.